Welcome to the Crypto Yams Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. Today is August 10th, 2022, Wednesday, and we have quite a bit of stuff to talk about today in the price action of Bitcoin. We have many multi- multitude of factors coming in, bouncing back and forth. We are looking absolutely set up for major moves to come. So let's get right into this. If I sound terrible today, I apologize. I am absolutely sicker than the dog. So as always, jumping out here on our weekly, we have come down and bounced off the 786. We're still in this working towards triple confirmation. Obviously, we don't have a full on TC yet. It is the middle of the week. So from here, now we're hoping to see volume start to pick up over the next couple of days hopefully work ourselves into this triple confirmation. There is a bunch of stuff in our midterms and short terms that potentially could all hit at the same time, meaning daily bullish invalidation, four-hour bullish invalidation, the 16-hour being TC'd up already. There is a bunch of different timeframes that are looking to all essentially hit in a bullish fashion over the next day or two. Um, fact that we're trading over 4200 already on the S&P and that Bitcoin has not caught up with that today. I really believe that we should already be trading around 25,000 as per just the level of S&P and as per Bitcoin. So more than likely tonight if we close over 4200 in the next 45 minutes, that's kind of what I'm looking for here is essentially pushing ourselves up to around 25 well, and then waiting for tomorrow to see what happens with the S&P open. As I was saying, looking over here at daily, we are potentially looking for an invalidation of the bearish triple confirmation. We did come down and hit the market structure again over on the 4th of August, as well as these dojis that are happening here. We essentially had one doji to try and shift our pattern down. We had another doji come in today to shift us back into a bullish fashion. And again, we'd be looking for an invalidation of the bearish TC on the daily, on the 12 hour, on the 6 hour, and as well on the 4 hour. So a bunch of different time frames, all potentially looking to bullish invalidate at the same time. We've bounced off market structure. We have invalidated on the 4 hour already. So there's quite a bit of momentum stacked up here to more than likely push us up and through the local high resistance, sitting at about 24,500. Um, total 3 really hasn't seen that much gain over the last couple of days, about $10 billion going into that market. You know, potential for bearish divergence here, just only on our wolf pack, looking at daily here. But the market structure, the money flow, the liberator, says more than likely we're looking for a green dot in the bad uncle touch me zone continuation no divergence here and a bounce off the zero line would uh solidify that for us so essentially and i mean we, we we've seen exactly what we were looking for as we spoke about on monday we came back towards 22500 we've bounced from there we held the market structure we're looking very very healthy over the next couple days as long as volume continues to come in and i mean the reports today very bullish, even though the reality of the situation may not be may not be actually what 
you know, what it is, as long as they continue to give us the, you know, the screen over our eyes and lie to us about how great everything is, we're going to continue going up. As long as they continue printing money, the stock market and Bitcoin will continue in an upwards fashion. It's just that's, that's all there is really to it. Um, the inflation rate will more than likely continue to rise. And, you know, until we, we see the American midterms over, I don't really see anything changing in this uh, space. Now, I believe that our good friend Jay and Pio are both here today. Jay, if you have anything you want to jump in with, please, my friend, go ahead. Hey, what's going on, buddy? I, you know, I got to say, I appreciate, uh, even under the weather, you coming up in here and giving us some good old TA. Always much appreciated. Much love there. Um, gotta say, yeah, it, we had this, uh, we had that pullback we were looking for, like you said, and, um, you know, I'm just gonna be a nice little echo chamber for you because we're, we're always looking for a lot of the same things, huh? Uh, but a couple things I really want to see here is, uh, like the lower time frames, you know, the hourly four hour and whatnot and watch, Hey, I'm going to cut out in the middle of this for like 10 seconds again, you know, the, the classic we'll, we'll see. It'll probably be when I predict uh, Bitcoin's price. You know, the, what, what everyone really wants to hear are predictions, you know. Um, but, yeah, I, I'd really like to see us just put in this higher high above our previous uh, high on, like, the 8th of August. If we're looking at, like, really low time frames here, like the 8th of August. And then especially back to the end of July there when we got up to, like, the 24.5 range. I'd really like to see us get above that. Now, of course, that just means 25K, which we've been looking for. Um, but... Uh, until that, uh, you know, the, there is potential in my eyes that we're putting in a lower high potentially here. We may range a little bit more, but at the same time, uh, maybe that's just a little bit of my bearish bias. I, I'm, I'm still, I was still looking for a retrace down to like 21,250 or so. Um, of course, that can still happen. You know, anything can. But at the same time, uh, you know, it's kind of kind of looking more more bullish in this case. The fact that the BBWP indicator on the daily time frame is literally ready to kaboom and do something. Uh, something's coming here soon enough, within the next few days, right? Like it's it's coming, uh, and I think we're starting to see the beginning of it here. I remember when we were uh, hovering around 30k, and we got like a BART pattern over and over and over before eventually we ended up falling from 30k. Uh, you know, just lot, lots of lots of up and down and up and down. You know, um, so the volatility is definitely coming in, and uh, my two cents pretty much is just try not to. I mean, of course, it's easy to say don't do this, but try not to get faked out. Um, look at the bigger picture. Uh, higher time frames oftentimes are your best friend when you're seeing fake outs. Uh, you know, the 15 minute hourly time frames and whatnot can really, you know, they, they can give you the entry, which is great. But oftentimes those are also the time frames that provide the fake out as well, too. Um, so just do your best to not be exit liquidity in either direction, really. And, uh, you know, stick to the TA as always, and, uh, you know, try not to use emotion. That's, that, that's pretty much my two cents here, man. Yeah, beautiful. And of course, I mean, I completely agree. I just, you know, um, breaking 22,500 at this point would break a lot of our midterm market structures. And the fact that we're setting ourselves up on the four, the eight, 
the daily, the 16, you know, potentially the weekly TCing around the same time. I just, I, uh, ooh, I think it's all going to come right around the same time and then it's going to absolutely burst through. You know, like I said, the fact that we're already trading at the 4200 level at, on the S&P, which is a major resistance for us, um, and the fact that we're still at 23600 on Bitcoin, I really think we should be closer to 25 at this point right now. Um, maybe some shenanigans overnight tonight where we do come back down into that level of 22500 or somewhere close to it. As you said, you know, consolidation. We can continue to bounce off the bottom again and again and again to try and build that liquidity for people jumping into the shorts. But overall, I mean, there's just, I you don't see setups like this all too often. This is one of those, you know, once a year kind of things where, wow, the the four hour invalidated, wow, the eight hours trying to invalidate, wow, the 16 hours TC'd and the daily's trying to invalidate all at the same time. So if we do get the perfect storm, set up here everything tc's in the in the same direction at the same time you know it's very hard to try and 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 make a case that we're not going to play that out right like like i said even now there is some shenanigans going on in the total three and there's a little bit of shenanigans going on in the bitcoin price but really like we've just come back and retested market structure here once almost twice and i really just yeah i'm I'm sticking to my to my opinion until proven otherwise kind of deal. Makes um, sense to me. Absolutely. Does anyone uh, have any information on the report today? I bet P.O. would, if anyone, for sure. Aye, aye, Captain. And Zemus was tracking this as well. So great to have a community like this. And um, 8.5%, so back to where it was in March, which is the kind of bullish reading of it. Um, we were discussing the dynamics of it before the session, and I think inflation, um, you know, coming back off that high at nine point whatever percent it was, I think energy kind of um, pulling back a bit in the US probably really is what what kind of drove a lower inflation figure this month. Um, I think it's probably not too important to draw too many conclusions, other than the market sees it positively. Um, you know, even a mean reversion hypothesis, you know, things are at the bottom of the channel, they're going to go up a bit because, <laughs> you know, that's generally the way the pendulum swings. Um, so in summary, it's utterly confluent with what you guys see in the charts. You know, there's a green light to that thesis. Uh, let's see how far we go. Um, you know, there's a month ahead of us in August. Um kind of warned the low liquidity, which you alluded to with the kind of um, FRE on total three. But I think there's every kind of possible condition here for the bulls to kind of push things on a bit. And um, when the serious money comes back to the table in September, we'll see what's what then. Yeah, fair um, enough. And um, on the, what this means for the Fed as well is, um, the way you can read a tarot cards is, you know, instead of 100 or instead of 75, which was the kind of median of a, between 100 and 0.5, the median now is, is probably 0.5 in terms of the next hike in September, or 0.75. So that is the kind of dominant narrative as a reading from CPI. 
and they haven't been out yet to say, no, we're wrong, we're going to stick to 0.75. So, um, again, midterms, politics, I'm, I'm just saying you guys are dead on what you're saying. Yeah, I really believe that the only thing at this point that can change the direction of where we're going would be something between Taiwan and China. Obviously, that would change more, more, more than likely everything that we see on the charts if China was to full-on invade Taiwan. Don't worry, they'll wait till after midterms. They don't want to be rude. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, totally. And Jonas probably speak to this a bit more, but um, the there's some big event coming up, which is kind of part of this whole kind of blustering as well, or say we're rattling. Um, yeah, and he goes for like she goes for his third term, so like to, you know, get to the other side of that, and you know, see where we're going, but um. There is kind of worrying data in Europe about like what crop yields are going to look like because of the dry summer we've had. So, you know, harvests are ongoing right now. It's it's August, you know. Um, all the fields around me have bales in them. <laughs> it's combine harvesters locking up all the roads. Um, but yeah, in France especially, who are going to like quite a large, large um, wheat grower and barley and all that kind of stuff. They're like, yeah too dry this year yields are way down and they were hoping on those to make up for shortfall from the ukraine mm. yeah i think across the board you know like cattle out of texas grain such out of europe yeah. fruit out of yeah. canada we're absolutely seeing a weird year with with relativeness to all that relation yeah yeah you know um someone said to me the other day he was like look you know wait till the boomers die off and how prices will come back not going to happen in the next two or three years but five to seven he said in the meantime maybe just buy agricultural land it could be the ultimate arbitrage over kind of a five to seven year horizon that's something that uh we're already seeing in canada is that the housing market is absolutely falling off a cliff the houses that were selling for over asking price as of six months ago um are not selling right now i believe out of a city of like let's say there's 48 houses for sale i think one or two of those houses have sold whereas before you had everything going out the door faster than it could come in so you know the reality of the whole situation is that yeah like this is not a good situation nothing about anything is good but they, if they continue to print they continue to lie to us oh the rates are great oh the the job market rates are amazing best best jobs market we've ever we've seen like, I, yeah, I don't know. They'll continue to to lie to us until there's nothing left they can do about it but tell us the truth. They'll be off the stage by then. <laughs> absolutely. All right, my friends. I think we've covered everything we wanted to cover today. I'm absolutely keeping my eye on Bitcoin after close today. We still have a couple hours before we see anything uh, dramatic. Um, we definitely could come back overnight tonight. We're looking down here on our shorter time frames hourly we can see that we're potentially looking for a tc back down uh, a little bit of bearish divergence here but again only showing up on our wolf pack and four hour not really anything major so um i'm just looking at this as consolidation if all these time frames do tc together back to the upside invalidating the bearish tcs we're pretty much looking for a shot right through 25 into the 28 to 30k levels. Um, that's what we've been talking about for almost three months. And 
We'll have to see how it goes. We definitely need volume to pick up, though. We need money, momentum to pick up. And, you know, as as we know, historically, August is not a good month for this type of thing. So I would say at most we have maybe three more weeks of kind of consolidation, sideways shenanigans, um, as long as we don't invalidate bullish stuff in that time then I think we're in good shape for September. Absolutely, moving into the, the the fourth quarter in October. So we'll see how we go. You guys have any closing thoughts, JPO? Uh, you know, uh, pretty much, <laughs> you, you kind of nail it all, like always. Uh, I think altcoins, if, if Bitcoin is going to do its thing, altcoins are going to just go absolutely uh, bonkers. Uh, but at the same time, um, yeah, just I'm just using the same rules as always, you know, and just assess your risk for, to reward there. And know if Bitcoin doesn't do the thing, then altcoins really aren't going to do the thing. So it just depends what kind of kind of risk reward appetite you have, of course. And I know uh, for most of us, if you're if you're in crypto, well, uh, I mean, the rewards are damn juicy. But we also uh, understand uh, what kind of shenanigans can happen. So just uh, keep your eyes open, pretty much. Absolutely. All right, my friends, with all that being said, we appreciate you taking the time to listen today. If you haven't already, check out our website, tripleconfirmation.com. We have very exciting news coming up, some big changes coming up for the website. And we will talk to you on Friday. Take care. Bye-bye.